Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? I got something familiar, but in a new form. Hang on. That is a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. That is absolutely marvelous. Now, I'm using my Captain's Choice coffee mug that came from viewer Alex Lopez. And I thought, yeah, uh, Captain's Choice, the rank of Captain, Army Captain. Right, that's perfect for the coffee that I'm using this morning. Black Rifle Coffee, the Courage Cups right here. Oops. <laughs> Just Black. This is their Just Black Coffee in the Courage Cups. And uh, I received this from my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and his sons Wes and Jace. This is going to be coming to me every single month. They gave me a coffee subscription for the year as a Christmas gift from the Black Rifle Coffee. How about that? And of course, we're very, very familiar with how great the Black Rifle Coffee is because viewer Mark Williams sent along a sampler. And this also reminded me that uh, he, re he, he remarked in his email to me that one of these sampler bags can be given away in the 9,000 subscriber uh, giveaway prize package. And that's what we have right here. Reminds me to make the announcement because we're getting close to 9,000 subscribers. Uh, so this is going to go into the prize package for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. The uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company AK Espresso. You can see it's a brand new bag. It's never been opened. Okay, it's nicely sealed. And as he wrote in an email to me, uh, he said, uh, and if you wish, you can include a bag of your choice in the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. Their coffee is great, veteran owned, and they put out a great product, Mark Williams. Absolutely, Mark. Thank you very much. And thanks to Jason, Allison, and the boys for reminding me how great Black Rifle Coffee is and also that we're going to put this bag in the price package for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. It is a great cup of coffee. So uh, whoever wins, you're going to get a sample of Black Rifle Coffee right there. AK Espresso right there. And it is a very, very good, good product. Uh, and as we like to say on the show, uh, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Hey, if you're taking me on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. Although today is a federal holiday here in the United States because uh, New Year's Day fell on a Sunday. So the following Monday is the federal holiday, just like Christmas. So a lot of you probably have the day off. But if you do have to drive into work the, this morning, hey, really, thanks very much for the ride. I really do appreciate it. We have got a great, great show this morning. We got some great content, some great comments and refills. We've got some really wonderful shaving tips. We also have some uh, new wet shaving gear to show you, some really great shaving soaps. Uh, yeah, I used one of them before cameras rolled. Yeah, really terrific, terrific shaving soap. Really excited about today's show. So uh, without further ado, let's kick it off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. This morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Jeff Masso, M-A-S-S-O. Jeff, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. And Jeff writes, hello, Mark, and happy new year. In the last Monday morning mailbag, you mentioned sending along any tips we have found helpful for removing shaving cream from the lather channels on razors. Like most of us, I have a collection of both new and vintage razors that I like to use. This is the process that works for me. 
I keep a bottle of Dawn Platinum Power Wash in the shave den along with a cheap, soft toothbrush. After my shave is done, I remove, rinse, pat dry, and store the blade. Then it's as simple as spraying the razor components with the power wash and rinsing under running water while brushing away any soap, etc. using the toothbrush. I wipe the razor components dry with a towel and lay them out to completely dry for a few hours before putting them away. On my vintage Gillette's or other razors, I may also lubricate the moving parts with a tiny bit of oil if they need it. Nano oil usually, since that is what I have around and use for other projects. These steps generally only take a few minutes at the end of the shave and ensures that all of my razors are clean and ready to go for the next shave. Thanks for a great show always, Jeff Masso. Jeff, thanks very much for a great, great tip. That is fantastic. I think the, the uh, Dawn Platinum Power Wash has the nozzles. All you do is spray it and, uh, you know, a little bit of brush, rinse it away. Yeah, that sounds like an absolutely great tip. And I know a lot of viewers out there are going to be looking into getting some Dawn Platinum Power Wash for their shave den. So thanks very much for that tip, Jeff. Really, really do appreciate it. And to say thank you for you and only you, the first sketch of 2023. There it is right there. Uh, an original signed George, <laughs> an original signed George sketch for you, Jeff, dated 2023. There it is right there. One, two, 23. How about that? The first one for 2023. So thanks very much for the tip. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, all you have to do is send me a shaving tip. Email the shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the morning shaving tip segment on the Monday Morning Mailbag show, you too will receive an original signed George sketch just like Jeff is going to be uh, receiving in the mail very, very soon. I'm going to put this in the mail right after the show, after you send me your snail mail address, uh, Jeff. And I'm going to hang on to it. I'm not going to drop it again. <laughs> so thanks very much for the tip, Jeff. I really do appreciate it. Uh, it's a great tip. Again, folks, if you want an original George, if you want an original signed George sketch, just send me a, uh, a shaving tip and you too can get one of these. Thanks again, Jeff. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Rick Festa. And Rick writes, I actually have some mild razors and some aggressive razors. I use both Astra Greens and Feathers in the Mild Henson and aggressive adjustable razors. As a matter of fact, I just shaved with the Cube for the first time, and it seemed to help me get a closer shave. In the way of a tip, I repurposed the holder of my no-slip grip to let the Cube dry out on had to place the holder upside down and place the cube on top of it. I'm sure as it wear downs, it will fit right side up in the alum block cradle. Feel free to use as a tip. Already probably display my George sketch in my den. Ah, thanks very much, Rick. I really do appreciate the kind words for about the sketch. It's very nice that you have that uh, framed and hanging in your shave den. What he's talking about here is the uh, alum block from Phoenix Shaving with the no slip grip and the dry dock system. And what he's doing is, uh, he's setting the alum block aside. Okay, let me set that aside. And his cube, okay, he's just taking this. Okay, here's the cradle for the, the alum block right here. He's just taking this and flipping this upside down, and then he's putting his cube on top of that to let that dry out. That, <laughs> that is, that's great. That's an absolutely great tip. I mean, it works for the alum block. 
it'll work for the cube as well. And as he's saying, as it wears down, then he'll just flip it the other way and it should fit nicely inside this cradle area. Hey, that's a really, really great, great tip and a reason to go ahead and buy a second a dry dock system, uh, an Allen block from Phoenix Shaving, because uh, you could use it to uh, dry out your cube then. Just flip it over like that and set it on there. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic tip. Thanks very much for uh, passing that along, Rick. Really do appreciate it. Well, we got a little Shave Den talk this morning, and we're going to kick it off with a Shave Den update from viewer Rodney Ripplinger, uh, who writes, Mark, I had to redo this little stand of stuff. Before, I had it on a cloth place mat. That seemed okay for the time being. Then I heard a crash in the bathroom and found the lucky tiger, tall one with the white cap, on the floor. That's one time I was glad a Clubman bottle was plastic. What I can't figure out was how it jumped over two bottles of cologne without knocking them over to get to the floor. Anyway, it was time for a redo. I found a black plastic placemat and a nice plastic tray at Dollar Tree for less than $3. I thought it worked out pretty good. Check out my soap dry dock down in the corner, Rodney. <laughs> hey, Rodney, thanks for the Shave Den update. Really do appreciate it, folks. Less than $3 at the uh, Dollar Tree store. Uh, you might want to check it out if you want a similar setup in your Shave Den. So thanks again, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. J. Michael Hines. Uh, sent along this photo, uh, and he said this is a Yaki brush, uh, Yaki Knights helmet razor, vintage 95 fragrance, my overall favorite blade, La Toha shave stick, great stuff, Boulevard watch, I think I got that in 2001. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot of wet shavers really do like wristwatches. Now, I have a Fitbit, and I like that one a lot, but I don't have a Boulevard or any of those kinds of watches. But I, I do seem to see certain wet shavers out there. I think Ken Surf's is one. Really, really do like uh, the different wristwatches that are out there. Really nice touch, too, I think. Uh, he continues, the Aqua Velvet Cream is a decent balm. Smells great, but nothing like the aftershave, and the scent dissipates within a few minutes. I like the Aqua Velvet Balm myself. And I think it's uh, very good to uh, help reduce redness. Uh, at least that's what they claim on it. And I, it seems to work in that direction for me. Um, the Knight's Helmet Razor is a very aggressive razor. Or efficient, as I should put it. Uh, now, and this is in regards to the fragrance that he has there. He was saying uh, that the Vintage 95, he meant Vintage 1995. As he writes here, it's a men's fragrance released in 1995-1996 by Givenchy. Uh, Givenchy? I think that's how it's pronounced. G-I-V-E-N-C-H-Y. Givenchy. I think it's Givenchy. I think that's how it's pronounced. Forgive me if I'm incorrect. Uh, he writes, uh, I got it from my cousin who, uh, who bought it back then. Uh, I shave before I shower and will often put on a splash of aftershave for the burn and as antiseptic. Then after I shower, I will apply balm or lotion and wear a masculine cologne. Hey, that's really an interesting process. I've never heard of shaving before you shower. Does anyone else out there do the same? Please comment below and let us know because usually I'm, I'm showering first and then I'm shaving. Uh, now, when I was using an electric razor, I would do it the other way around. I would shave with the electric razor, then jump in the shower. That seemed to work better that way. But for the wet shave... I'm showering first, I'm letting the hot water 
you know, moisturize and moisten that whisker a little bit. And then I go ahead and after the shower, I do my, do my wet shave. Uh, and he writes here about his routine. I started that years ago. I see where guys like that. But to me, I get more irritation and redness. I shave with warm water. I used to do hot shower, then hot towel for face, then shave. I would get redness and irritated. Plus, showering after shaving gets leftover shave soap out of my goatee and mustache and rinses alum block off. Uh, that's really interesting. I can understand that. Again, I'm opposite. I like to uh, shower. Love that hot towel. Since, I got, since Jamie Horn sent along the hot towel cabinet, it's absolutely fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, he also concludes here by saying, I also stopped years ago with the three-pass shave. I go with the grain, then against the grain, then only buff a few problem areas for a BBS. Hey, that's fine. There's nothing, nothing says that you, you know, there's no rule that says you can't do that. If that works, a lot of my shaves have been two passes. Have you seen some from, as viewers have seen from some of my reviews, two passes and I get a really, really nice result. I'm either getting upper darn five, sha darn five shave or lower BBS, or I'm getting a BBS. I'm in that area though. I'm in that area. Even after the first pass, I'm getting a socially acceptable shave and I can run out the door if I have to and I will be good for most of the day. Uh, but uh, I would say that uh, two passes for me uh, works if, uh, when I'm shaving daily. Three passes when I have about two days worth of beard growth. There's been a few exceptions here and there where I've gotten an upper darn fine shave, lower BBS shave uh, from a two-pass shave with two days worth of beard growth. Depends on the razor, the blade, the shave soap, and how everything comes together. But yeah, I'm kind of like you. Two passes anymore when I shave daily and three passes when I'm uh, knocking down two to three days worth of beard growth. So thanks very much for the photograph of your shaving gear, uh, Michael. And thanks very much for your routine. And thanks again to Rodney Ripplinger for the update of his shave den. Thanks, gentlemen. Really do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. You can find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more in your favorite podcast streaming service, and it should come right up along with episodes of our Second Cup podcast. Again, the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low, that time of the show? Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Thanks very much for ringing in 2023 with me. This is great. Uh, 2023, start of a new year and some more Monday morning mailbags. Really looking forward to being with you every Monday morning and talking wet shaving. I really, really do enjoy it. So thank you for your support and thank you for tuning in. And again, the Black Rifle Coffee, the Just Black, this is terrific. My thanks to Jason, Allison, Wes, and Jace for this. I'm looking forward to getting this every single month. And also, again, AK Espresso, a fresh bag, is going to go into the prize package for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. All right, let's get to some of these refill comments this morning. 
Uh, let's kick it off with something from Jimmy V Photography. Hi, Mark. I found that when I use the bowl every so often, reversing the direction I'm whipping the lather in just for a few seconds, and on occasion, rotating the brush 180 and continuing really gets that lather crazy. I used my solar flare with blue sawwind this morning, loaded from the tub five circular swishes of a wet brush, and watch out, laugh out loud. Hope you're having a very Merry Christmas. I'm about to head to my daughter's and chomp down on enough food to feed 10 people. Hey, <laughs> Jimmy, sounds like you had a really, really wonderful Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family. I sure hope you had a great, great Christmas with, uh, with your family. It sounds like you did. And uh, regarding the uh, shaving bowl uh, tip there, yeah, I, I think this is something to kind of be aware of. Uh, now, we were talking about this. Jimmy and I were kind of exchanging some messages, and he was saying that, when he is using CK6, he's not really loading the brush more. That's why he's saying five circular swishes. And I think he's got it down to maybe two or three. I'm going to have to go through his emails again. I'll probably update that in a second cup or in a uh, in another uh, Monday morning mailbag. Uh, but, yeah, I think this is a really, really good tip. And just, you know, uh, some swishes. And then maybe reverse the, you know, we're going this way here, I'm going clockwise here, and then maybe go counterclockwise and maybe turn that brush 180 degrees. Yeah, this is my solar flare here with the butterscotch handle. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> it is a great brush. Yeah, and uh, I think it's a really, really uh, a great tip and a great idea to, uh, you know, see if that helps that lather come along. Uh, and I tend to overload uh, my uh, shaving brush, whether I'm... Uh, uh, scraping the soap off and pressing it into the bottom of the bowl, or if I'm loading from the tub and then transferring to the bowl. Uh, yeah, many of you are out there is turning me into a bowl latherer, no doubt. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the process. And I have to say that this bowl here is a nice bowl. This is why I'm using, you know, the other ceramic bowls I have, the Starry Night, the uh, Gruner Pottery Bowl from Jimmy V, starting night from Beth Jones. The Shave Nation Bowl from Bill Murphy. Thank you all very, very much. They're beautiful ceramic bowls, and I'm <laughs> I just want to be careful that uh, you know when I'm on camera. So that's why I'm using this plastic one right here. But it also allows me to talk about this. This is the shave. This is the shave bowl. This is their traveler portion of the shave bowl. It's a modular shave bowl system. This is the upper chamber right here. This is the lower chamber right here. You can also use this by itself as a, as a traveling shave bowl or just a shave bowl in your shave den. It's a nice size. It's plastic. Has a little bit of a bead blast tooth in there. Uh, and here is the top part right here. And it's kind of like a scuttle. You could fill this lower part with hot water and then put this on top and then build a warm lather there. And it has a couple of couple of holders here built into the actual uh, bowl here. You could put your brush there like that, and you could push your put your razor right here like like this here. Okay, so hold your razor and your brush there. Really, really kind of neat. And it's by Shavebowl, Shavebowl.com, and they have links from their webpage to uh, 
Amazon, where they sell it on Amazon. You can get it in white and black. And I like this a lot. I haven't used it a lot. I mean, you know, the Starry Night is fantastic. The Gruner Pottery Shaving Bowl is fantastic. The Shave Nation Bowl is fantastic. The uh, Dreamscape Scuttle is wonderful. Uh, the Travel Scuttle, the, uh, uh, the Phoenix Shaving uh, Travel Scuttle, that's fantastic. I forgot about this. So uh, I happen to be going through uh, my shave den looking for some things to demonstrate on camera that won't break. I came across this. I thought, well, I'll use this. I'll also mention it. So thanks to Jimmy V for your comment about bow lathering, uh, reversing direction, rotating the brush a little bit. That's really, really terrific. It also allowed me to talk about this. Probably could have talked about this in wet shaving gear, but this is a little more appropriate, a little more timely right now. So I'll have links to this as well. And I'm going to use this in some upcoming videos also because I am turning into kind of a bow lather. <laughs> I'm really, really enjoying it. So my thanks to everyone out there for convincing me that bow lathering is the way to go. It really is fantastic. Rodney Ripplinger wrote, Hi, Mark. I really enjoyed your show today. I wonder why. I turned you on with my TV, and while I knew you would be mentioning the AeroPress, I never dreamed you were going to demo it. So there I sat with my warm lemon water, ill-prepared for the show. I put you on pause, made some coffee, and while up, started a fire in the wood stove. Then back to the show. I don't know if you got a chance to watch all of James Hoffman's AeroPress testing or not. Thank you very much for mentioning this, Rodney. James Hoffman has a channel where he talks about coffee, and he did uh, a number of videos about the AeroPress. Yes, I watched a number of those videos from start to finish, and there were some very, very good tips about the AeroPress, how to use it, and that sort of thing. And this really is a wonderful, wonderful coffee device to brew your coffee, and it came courtesy of Rodney Ripplinger. Thank you very much, Rodney. And I did demonstrate it in last week's show. So all you're doing is getting a little filter paper and putting it here on that cap right there on the bottom of this tube here. Okay, so now you got the filter paper in there. You add your coffee, and then you add your hot water from your tea kettle or however you want to uh, heat up your water. And then you take your plunger, and then you just press that coffee you put this on top of your coffee mug, okay? You put it on top of your coffee mug like that, okay? Show you like that with my Captain's Choice, okay? And then all you do is just press that all the way through. You just hit this plunger and you press that water and force it right through the coffee grounds. And it makes a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. So yeah, the AeroPress, I'm, uh, I did demonstrate it last week and it makes a great, great cup of coffee and it's fantastic. And I will link it again. It is absolutely fantastic. If Again, if you miss someone on your Christmas list, uh, you still got time. AeroPress, this is a really, really neat device. It's available on Amazon. I'll have a link to it. My thanks again to Rodney Ripplinger. It's a fantastic, fantastic device. Uh, and he continues here, uh, just as I was explaining, I see you filled the coffee maker full before stirring. I imagine that was just for the video. My instruction I got from AeroPress says fill a quarter of the way up with water, Stir for 10 seconds, then fill with water and wait a period of time, then press. You know what? I was doing that, but I've kind of modified it to where I fill it all the way up. I stir for 10 seconds and I press away. <laughs> and that works for me. I'll probably try the method that you suggested that AeroPress also suggests. Uh, probably gives a little more flavor, a little more bite of the coffee. I don't know, but there are a number of ways to actually press your coffee through here. And a lot of folks are filling it all the way up like this and then putting the plunger in this way and then inverting it like that and then letting the coffee sit there for about four or five minutes and then 
turning it over again, putting it on their coffee mug and pressing, pressing home like that. I mean, there's a, really a lot of variations. So mine is a variation of the original, uh, of the original instruction, and I guess I'm just in the habit of doing it that way. I should go back to fill it up a quarter of the way, stir for 10 seconds, fill it up uh, the rest of the way, wait, and then press on home. So thanks very much for that reminder, Rodney. I really do appreciate it. Uh, he also mentions the Edwin Jagger DE89 relationship. Occasionally, I still see a question on shaving message boards asking if the R89 and the Edwin Jagger DE89 are the same razor. I asked Mueller's media relation team to clarify this. Mueller's response, quote, the razor design was developed in 2007 in cooperation with Edwin Jagger. Now, I believe Mark Bagwell mentioned this to me as well. He was spot on. Back then, Mueller and Edwin Jagger joined forces for the development of several new products. In the meanwhile, Mueller modified the threaded pin on the top plate. It's no longer made of zinc alloy, but brass in order to make the screw more durable and prevent the thread from wearing off, unquote. Uh, and uh, Rodney, Rodney uh, says here, to summarize, the razors share a design but do not share part sourcing or manufacturing. The R89 is made in Germany. The DE89 is made in England. Rodney, thank you very, very much for that update. I really do appreciate it. And it, uh, it confirms what Mark Bagwell has been telling me for quite some time, so I really do appreciate it. Gary wrote in and said, Hi, Mark Zeredi. I checked with the company. Uh, you said the name correctly. Now, this was uh, <laughs> Gruner, Gruner Pot Pottery. Gary, thank you very much for checking to make sure I was saying the name of the pottery, uh, pottery uh, company, Gruner Pottery, correctly. This was the Gruner shaving bowl that Jimmy V very generously sent. Uh, he says, I checked with the company. You said the name correctly. Mostly first vowel is the long U. We are taught that generally vowel plus consonant plus letter E makes the vowel long. So you'd say Gruner. I'm trying to show you the accent and I'm using the double O in my attempt to provide the phonetic sound. Not the best way to tell you, I know. I'll look for a better set of symbolism. Like I reckon the second syllable should be a schwa sound. The uh, ner part is given less emphasis and is to be usually less clear. Gruner. I'm not sure about, I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean about the schwa sound, but you know what? Uh, my seventh grade English is coming back to me now. I had a great, great English teacher named Mrs. Cosmerl, and she was fantastic. And she stressed three things in English class, uh, reading, spelling, and diagramming sentences. And every week we had a, a quiz on uh, words, new words, new vocabulary words, and we had to uh, spell them correctly. She would say the word and we had to write them out. And for every word we got wrong, we had to write it out 10 times and hand it into her Monday morning. So that meant if you got, if you got like nine out of 10 wrong, you were, you were writing 90 words on a piece of paper correctly to hand it into her. And let me tell you, that made sure you studied for that quiz every single week. It was so great to get 10 out of 10 and not have to do that weekend homework. It was fantastic. It was really, really a terrific lesson I learned from her. She was great. And the other thing, reading. I loved reading. Uh, I think my love of reading really, really started, really took off in seventh grade because of Mrs. Cosmerl. And diagramming sentences. I love to diagram sentences. Have you ever diagrammed sentences? I love to do it. 
little side story. I was talking to Bunny Host. You've heard me talk about her before. Um, her husband was um, a cartoonist, Bill Host, the Lockhorns, Agatha Crum, the What a Guy, Howard Huge, all those great, great uh, features that she wrote and Bill drew, now being drawn by John Reiner. Anyhow, we were talking, and I told her how much I love diagramming sentences. I love doing that. And I got to get back to doing it just, just, for the sure, just for the sheer pleasure of it. And uh, she, uh, she commented to me. She said, you know what, Mark? I've talked to a lot of cartoonists, and they all seem to love to diagram sentences. And I thought, wow, <laughs> I guess I must be a cartoonist because I have that affinity for diagramming sentences. And here she's telling me that all the other cartoonists she's known, I, I, also, I think also her husband, Bill, loved to diagram sentences. How, you know, how about that? Who knew? Just an aside, just thought, <laughs> just, thought I'd, just thought I'd mention that again. I thought that was a really kind of a neat story. But Gary, thanks very much for uh, confirming that I was pronouncing the name Gruner correctly. Really, really do appreciate that. Well, as long as we're talking about the Gruner Shaving Bowl, let's hear from Jimmy V again. He says, thanks for the Gruner Shave Bowl comments. I love that bowl. Yeah, I love that bowl too, Jimmy. Thank you very, very much for, for passing it along. It's fantastic. Folks, I will have a link to Gruner Pottery. It really is fantastic. I think one other viewer out there ordered one. And, uh, you know, it really is a, a wonderful, wonderful lathering bowl. Uh, Jimmy continues, I've used the Timeless Shave Bowl as my travel bowl for a long time. Just can't hurt it, and it does an amazing job. It's lived in my suitcase for a long time. Yeah, this is the Timeless uh, Shaving Bowl that Beth Jones gave us a heads up on last week. Thanks again, Beth. It really is a, a, a good-looking uh, shaving bowl. Uh, that's one to consider. And again, uh, the shaving bowl from theshavebowl.com. This is their traveler, the bottom part of the modular system. This might be a good, uh, a, uh, you know, a good choice as well. Just want to give you uh, different choices out there. But the timeless uh, lathering bowl is one I'm going to look into as well. Uh, I think those buffer rings serve different purposes for different razors. For the PAA dock, it's what gives you the ability to back off on tightness and still maintain the tension friction of the handle to base plate. On others, I think it acts like a simple bushing, but I also think it helps maintain the security of the handle base plate bond uh, in a three-piece razor. My PAA Copper Dock is the only razor I use one on. Can't wait for the first Monday morning mailbag of 2023. Well, here it is, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm having a great time putting it together, too. So thanks very much for the comments. And yeah, uh, the uh, the Copper Dock, boy, these... these these twist adjustable razors from Phoenix Shaving are wonderful. And the copper dock, yeah, it uses uh, an O-ring. And that O-ring helps to maintain, I got a white one right there, really helps to maintain the, 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 the actually, the, the blade in the razor head maintains the, uh, the tension and the, and the, and the friction to keep, to keep everything secure. It's really an amazing design. Once you, once you put the blade in there and you, you snug up the handle, that, blade that's in that razor head really acts as like a it's like a like a spring it just puts force uh, against the base plate and the handle so that you can open this up and uh, open it up and everything remains stable everything remains aligned and you can open up the blade gap it's a twist adjustable the o-ring aids in that but when you when you have the o-ring there you can open up you can open up that gap a little more 
than if you didn't have the O-ring there. And I, 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 my understanding is you can use it with or without an O-ring, but use it with the O-ring. That's probably the best way to do it in case you want to really, really open it up. I've never really gone past a quarter of a turn, but um, I'm sure there are some uh, folks out there who do the wet shave who have an Ascension razor, maybe the Select, maybe the stainless steel, maybe the copper. Maybe they are opening up beyond a quarter of a turn. Please comment below and let me know if you're one of those who really opens up the blade gap on this. A quarter of a turn is plenty for me. Absolutely fantastic. But yeah, the O-ring uh, on this particular razor, very, very helpful. Uh, it, all, it, really does, it really does help a great deal. You can use it. My understanding is you can use it without the O-ring, but better to use it with. That's kind of my understanding. Uh, let me know below if you use it without an O-ring, but that's my understanding. But you know what? If you get one, make sure you always use the O-ring. You know, better be on that side rather than not. Uh, and of course, uh, just for regular razors, like this Phoenix shaving razor right here, I got a black O-ring right there. I like to put that there. Fits in very, very nicely into a little bit of a counter bore there on the base plate and really snugs it up. And I think you're right, Jimmy. I think it really does aid in, in keeping everything nice and snug. And of course, here was the Blaze right here. Their O-ring was a little thicker than most. See that right there? And I, it came with a pack of five O-rings like this, so I made sure to use that, and it really does. It really does help. I think it does help maintain the, uh, uh, the stability and the security of the handle to the base plate. So things don't loosen up, and of course, then there's the, the then there's a situation where you where you don't really need a, a uh, an O-ring, for instance, on the metaphor from Phoenix Shaving. This is so wonderfully machined. You know, there's a little bit of a countersink right there in the base plate, a little bit of a countersink right there. You don't really need uh, for this particular razor. You don't really need an O-ring. Uh, I mean, it just the the way this the the head is tapered and machined, it just fits in it just. It just fits together so nicely, and just it's just so seamless. I mean, I don't know if you can see that right there. It's just so seamless. It just fits in there so nicely. You don't need an O-ring, and everything really stays secure with this. So yeah, you know what? Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, most of my razors, I will use an O-ring. I don't want to parkerize them. <laughs> That's when I marred the... Um, the semi-slant base plate, when I was putting it together, I just marred it and scratched the heck out of it. And ever since then, viewers were saying, put an O-ring there. That way it won't happen. So, yeah, I think Rodney Ripplinger co uh, coined that. Uh, Mark, don't parkerize your razors anymore. Use an O-ring. Uh, user MT4Year7VB2U. <laughs> he said, I'm truly amazed at the amount of interest I have in wet shaving. Very weird hobby. No, actually, it's a great hobby. It really is a great hobby. I have become attracted to it because of the history of it, uh, the, the, the vintage Gillettes that are out there, uh, the process, the artisans that are out there, all the new and wonderful razors that are out there, all the new gear, all the gear, like the solar flare with the butterscotch handle, thanks mom, uh, something like this that is based on a shaving brush of yesteryear. There's this history, there's this tradition, there is this... This just this, this this great story that is in wet shaving that uh, I I just love to uh, learn about, read about, uh, talk about. Uh, it, so it goes beyond the the actual shave. The shave is a big part of it, obviously, but the background of it, the, the why we do the shave, and the gear we use for the shave, and the process, and the different ways you can do the shave. 
that is that is uh, what I find to be so attractive. So yeah, it's a wonderful hobby. And of course, you can collect razors and brushes. And, and as you're doing it, you're learning a little bit about it and about the people who put it together, the people who came up with this idea. The, you know, the, the, the King C. Gillette's out there. And what about all the wonderful artisans that are out there today, the Douglas Smythes of the world, who are putting together some really, really wonderful shave soap and putting out these great razors. Uh, really, it's just, it's just fantastic. So yeah, I like it a lot. Larry Sablotny wrote, uh, last Monday morning mailbag of the year, but another great year of Monday morning mailbag coming up. Happy New Year, Mark. Yeah, you know what? Last week, I forgot to say, hey, this is the last show of the year. I forgot to say that. Thanks for reminding me, uh, Larry, that it was a little, <laughs> I was a little too late in that. But yeah, uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Looking forward to all the Monday morning mailbags for 2023. Uh, should have said something last week about it being the last Monday morning mailbag. My apologies. Thanks for reminding me, Larry. I'll, uh, I'll try to remember to do that this year at the end of 2023. Uh, Bart Bartlett wrote, Another Monday morning mailbag with lots of shaving tips, info, and gear. Regarding the R41, here's a thought for folks who might enjoy the efficiency of that razor. If they have several days of growth, why not use the R41 for the first pass and finish the shave with one of their autopilot razors? I don't enjoy a lot of blade feel, so I would never even want to test drive an R41. However, when I do have a few days of growth, I will use the R6, R5 plate on my Rockwell 6S for the first pass and then switch to the R4, R2 plate to finish my shave. While I have several DE razors, I eventually settled on the 6S as my daily driver because that's my autopilot safety razor. It always amazes me how true the mantra, your mileage may vary is. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Now it's on to 2023. My regards, Bart. Hey, Bart, thanks very much. That is a really great tip. There's no rule that says you can't do it that way. Start off with an R41 or a really aggressive razor and then grab a milder razor and finish up that way. And you know what? The 6S is a great way to do it because you can switch those plates. An adjustable razor is also another good solution. You know, turn it up all the way and then turn it down. Uh, which is why adjustable razors are so popular because you can do that first pass with a little higher efficiency and then turn it down to something really, really mild. I like doing that a great deal. Of course, that is the decrease method. Some wet shavers, when they use a, an adjustable razor, like to use the increase method. Start mild and then finish aggressive. Hey, to each his own, whatever works for you. But yeah, generally speaking, that's a really, really good idea. I might try that. I might start the first pass with an R41 and then maybe finish up with the metaphor. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I think I might do that. Uh, better to burn out than fade away. 2897 says, hi, Mark, try Shark Platinum. Happy holidays. Uh, yeah, we talked about the Shark razor blades. Um, Super Chrome, I find to be very, very good. The stainless, a lot of folks say has a, has a, a lot of growl. I've never tried the Shark Platinum. I'm going to put them on my list. Thanks for mentioning them. I really do appreciate it. Jamie Horn wrote, "Those these blades are grand. Now, he's talking about the Treat New Steel Blade. Uh, these blades are grand. I used the Treat yesterday with my Parker 65R. Holy cow, Mark, it was so smooth that I forgot my alum stone after the third pass. I had already applied my aftershave before I realized this. There were virtually no zings or tings for this to happen. That has never happened before. 
Do you have a Parker 65? Beautiful black and gold knurling on these. As always, we'll talk soon. Uh, Jamie, uh, I'm glad that the uh, Treat New Steel razor blade worked for you. I do not have a Parker 65R. What I do have is this. Hang on one minute. Let me go get it. I'll be right back. What I do have is the uh, Fire Razor from Global Shave Club. Uh, Sheldon Quinn sent this one along. I reviewed it. I'll have to find the review and, and link it. This has a similar looking handle or very, 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 very similar or, you know, really, really looks very, very close to the 65R. I don't know if it shaves the same as the 65R. Uh, I'm not sure if the handle is identical. I don't know if the 65, I have to look at a photo. I don't know if the 65R has this, this bulbous top to, to it or not. This one does. Uh, I recall this was a, was a good shave. I think this had some high efficiency to it. I like the shave with this one again. It's a really good looking razor. And I like that handle. As I say, similar to the 65R. The 65R is a very, very good looking razor. So thanks very much for that, uh, Jamie. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Roderick McLeod wrote, Alum is such an awesome tool. Uh, speaking of Alum, yeah. Alum is such an awesome tool. I found that a blade can still be doing a good job of cutting stubble but it will be a bit rough on the skin, so it's great for telling me that it's time to retire a blade. I.e., face looks and feels good, but there's a lot of all-over sting. Yeah, that's why I used an Allen block. That's why I incorporated it into my shave. It was a game changer for me because when I started getting that feedback of a lot of stinging and a lot of zinging, I knew I was over-shaving or the blade was getting old, whatever the reason. So, yeah, it really, really helped hone my technique. And uh, I really, really enjoy using an Allen block after every shave. So, and again, a couple of different ways to use it. Uh, you can wet your, you know, uh, wet it under cold water and apply it, you know, after your shave. And then wait 30 seconds and rinse it off. Or uh, run it under cold, cold water, apply it to your face, and then you can leave it on and then hit it. Hit your face with a, your favorite splash or balm. I do it that way, the latter. I leave it on and then uh, go with a splash and then possibly a balm after that. Balm usually upstairs and then maybe I'll carry it down to my face, that sort of thing. But yeah, Allen Block, absolutely game changer for my shave. Absolutely. I'm so glad that I started using it. Uh, M Red Sky 2684. Uh, so do you rinse the first application of the cube? Um, Fascinating. Uh, well, you know, I do. The, the, the Cube 2.0 cleans the skin. That's why, that's why I'm actually washing my face. I'm getting rid of all that excess grease on my face. I'm washing my face. I'm rinsing it. And then on the second pass, the, the, the second application, I'm actually working it in and using that as a pre-shave base. So that's really the way it's meant to be used. When I first got it, I was not using it that way. And thanks to the many viewers out here who corrected uh, who corrected my method. And they were saying, no, no, Mark, you know, clean the face first and then rinse and then apply it as a pre-shave base. And that's what I've been doing ever since. And it really is fantastic. It gives a lather boost to any, any shaving soap I'm using. It really is wonderful because it's got CK6 in it. And I like the Cube 2.0. I have some other cubes with other scents. They're fine, but the Cube 2.0, uh, boy, I like that. Activated charcoal, CK6, and mentholated. I do have the non-menthol versions. I have yet to use that. But uh, the mentholated versions, I really, really enjoy using those. So the Cube 2.0, give it a look. Um, Bart Bartlett, again, wrote, 
uh, an interesting comment. Great shave and review. I find the Phoenix Shaving CK1 soaps to be just as good as the CK6 soaps. Like you, I use the Allen Block after every shave. I also use Witch Hazel and Aftershave Balm to pamper my face. Wishing you a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2023. Hey, thanks very much, Bart. Uh, uh, happy New Year and a happy 2023 uh, to you as well. Um, CK1 is great. CK1 is really, really great. I like CK6 a lot. <laughs> I really, really do. I think there is a difference. I think CK6 has a has a richer, more robust uh, lather. I think that it's got some really it's got some key ingredients there that really make a difference for me. And uh, they're both great. Don't get me wrong; they're both great. I like them, and I like to change them change them off a little bit, which is why sometimes I'll get a, a soap in CK1 just so viewers can see that performance of CK1. As a matter of fact, viewers were asking me, "Hey, could you could you get some CK1? We'd like to see how that works," you know as opposed, uh, in contrast to CK6. So I was happy to do that. And yeah, CK1 is really, really very, very good. Like them both, uh, but CK6, yeah, that's that's been great for me, really. If you're having trouble doing a face lather or a bowl lather, let me just say CK6 and a good synthetic brush. Get, get something like the Solar Flare, get some CK6 shave soap, and get yourself a, a nice lathering bowl. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. You know, Starry Night's okay. Shave Nation is good. The Gruner, Gruner Bowl's good. Or you can get, you know, the Timeless Travel Bowl or you can get the, uh, the Shave Bowl, Travel Bowl, any of those. And uh, you know what? You will make an incredible lather. Really. It, it, it just, it's, it's amazing how wonderful uh, a lather CK6 will make with a, with a good synthetic brush. And Phoenix Shaving has some great synthetic brushes. They really do. Simpson makes some great synthetic brushes as well. Yaki makes some good synthetic brushes. Just get a good synthetic brush. Uh, Robert Fagan wrote, great shave, great video, very nice looking razor. This is the Pearl Blaze he was talking about. This one right here. This is a great razor. It really is. Really beautiful, smooth shave with this. Uh, that looks like it gives a smooth, efficient shave. I also use an alum after every shave. When starting my wet shave journey, it was one of the items most recommended, and I've used it after every shave. I can't imagine not using it. The shave would feel incomplete in a way. A razor I've been thinking about purchasing lately is the Tatara Masumi Nodachi. I've heard good things about it. Have you tried this? What do you think? I'll let you know how it goes if I do purchase it. It's a bit pricey at the moment at uh, 174 euros or 185 dollars. I'm torn between that and the Supply Pro. Any feedback would be greatly appreciated. Hope you and your family and loved ones had a wonderful Christmas, and I wish you all a very happy New Year. Well, Robert, I don't have the razor that you talked about, the Tatara Masumune, Masa, Masamune, I think it is. Tatara Masamune Nodachi. I don't have that razor. And, and uh, I think I've seen that somewhere before, but uh, I, don't, I don't have one. But I do have the Supply Pro adjustable single-edge injector razor. I love this razor. I really, really do. It adjusts from one to six, and it has the ability to click in, click between like maybe three, four, five steps between uh, each whole number. So listen to this. I don't know if you can hear that. It's kind of a clicking through uh, the different levels. So you can, you can shave at 2, 2.1, 2.3, 2.4, that sort of thing. 
And uh, adjust from one to six. I started about three, a little over three, and then I'll adjust down to finish my shave up, just as we were talking about, you know, starting with an aggressive razor and finishing with a mild razor. That's how I use this. Uh, so I'll start at, like say, a little over three, and then I'll bring it down to maybe two and three quarters, two and a half, and then I'll finish up maybe one and a half, two. Uh, it's an absolutely marvelous razor. I love the weight. I love the heft. I love the build. I love the fact that it's an injector razor. You can use any injector blade with it, standard injector, injector blade with it. You can use the Schick. You can use the supply uh, blades. I think, um, I, think, I think Persona makes some injector blades. Uh, so yeah, uh, it really is a very, very well-made razor. Great heft, wonderful adjustability. Uh, just love the fact that it uh, adjusts uh, from one to six. The, it's very intuitive. You can find your shaving angle with this very, very easily. Just take that name that's carved into the razor head right there and just place that against your face and you found the correct shaving angle. And it just delivers a wonderful, wonderful shave. I love this razor. And now that you've, uh, now that you've mentioned it, uh, tomorrow's shave, I'm going to use this. I love this. And I, I think I'm going to crank it up. Uh, I think I'm going to crank it up to a little over three to start my first pass. Really looking forward to using this razor now, now that you've mentioned it. It really is a very, very well-made razor. And don't forget the Supply SE. That's also a terrific, terrific razor with mixed up technology. like that a lot. But yeah, this is... Uh, one of my favorite adjustable razors out there, and uh, it really does a wonderful, wonderful job. And of course, the SE, the Supply SE, that's my go-to razor for head shaves, and of course, I need a head shave. So uh, I'm probably going to use the Supply SE. I might even use the Supply Pro, you know, turn it down to a milder setting and use this. You know, this also does a great job. So uh, thanks very much for the comment, Robert. Let us know if you get the Tatara razor. Really interested in hearing about that. Or if you get the Supply Pro, let us know about that too. But I do like the Supply Pro a lot. I like the Supply Razors. They're very well made. They come in at nice price points. They have everything you need. Shaving cream, shaving brushes, shaving bowls. They've got everything you need. Uh, you can go up there and and uh, you know get a whole kit if you if you want to build your razor. You can get the you can get the razor, the shaving kit. You can like, get get like a razor kit, like a shaving kit. You can get your razor, your shaving cream, a brush, all that all that kind of stuff. So it's available up there. So I'll have a link to supply below if you want to go in that direction. So thanks very much for that comment. I really do appreciate it. And again, let us know if you get the Tatara razor. Really curious about the performance of that razor as well. And that's it for this week's refill. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new shaving gear. Viewer James Daigle sent along some shave soaps and some pre-shave oils that he crafted and uh, he hopes to market these down the road sometime, and I sure hope he does because they're wonderful. I used a shave soap and a pre-shave oil before cameras rolled, and it gave me a beautiful, beautiful BBS result. Really, really had a great shave. Let me show you what he sent along here. He sent some information on this sheet of paper here. The first offering we have here is Formula UC22 Ultra Cream Shaving Soap. A 100% clean, natural, pure, Cruelty-free, truly decadent shaving soap formulated for maximum creaminess to provide maximum cushion and protection when shaving. Absolutely. I use this 
uh, before cameras roll. This is absolutely wonderful. It also has a bay rum scent because <laughs> he knows I'm on a bay rum kick right now. A nice, subtle bay rum scent, not overwhelming, anything like that. It's very, very hard soap as well. Uh, so I did a brush load. I loaded my brush and then I transferred it to a uh, lathering bowl, the Starry Night lathering bowl, and uh, it just produced heaps and heaps and heaps of lather. It's a natural shave soap and it produced heaps and heaps of lather. Really, really terrific. Love the scent. Again, not overly strong, nice and subtle, nice bay rum scent, and it just, just performed so wonderfully well. Just really produced a beautiful, beautiful lather. When he says ultra cream, he's not kidding. Absolutely fantastic. All right, the next one that he talks about here is Formula SC22. Now, we've already reviewed this. This was the uh, Yucca Mentha Shave Soap that we reviewed. This really, this was really an impressive lather. This was the first shave soap I used from James Daigle. This really produced a wonderful, wonderful lather. Check out that review. A natural shave soap, incredible lather. And he writes here, uh, Formula SC22 Standard Cream, the Yucca Mentha Soap I sent you is this formula. A 100% clean, natural, pure, cruelty-free, vegan, slick, creamy, luxurious, well-balanced shaving soap formulated to be a great combination of slick and creamy. Absolutely. This was wonderful. I was really impressed with uh, what a great lather this made. And uh, as good a lather this was, this was really, this was really even better, you know, standard, ultra, absolutely fantastic. And this has a nice spearmint, peppermint kind of scent. Really, really will get you going in the morning. Absolutely. Really, really, really did like this a lot. All right. The next one he talks about here is uh, Formula FC22, free and clear. A 100% clean, natural, pure, vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, and unscented shaving soap formulated specifically for those with the most sensitive of skin. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to trying this. And as you can see right here, it is, it is clear. It's a clear soap. See how clear that is there? And again, it's another hard, hard soap. So you'll be doing a brush load and maybe a face lather, or a brush load, and a bowl lather. You probably won't be scraping soap out of this uh, and you know pressing it into a shaving bowl because it really is a very very hard soap looks like it's going to last a good long time as well he also sent along some pre-shave oils he sent along uh four in one psa oil 100 clean natural pure vegan cruelty free pre-shave shaving oil aftershave and daily skincare all in one bottle a truly excellent value i use this one uh, for the shave before cameras rolled. Really, really wonderful. Uh, I shot the review and I uh, probably needed uh, to add a little more water on my face. I probably used, I don't know, maybe eight to 10 drops, something like that, only because I didn't have enough water on my face. Uh, when you see the review, you'll understand why, but uh, did a great job. Absolutely did a great job. The post-shave feel that I got from this pre-shave oil and uh, this shave soap was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And as far as skincare goes, I'm definitely gonna use this. Uh, I have some, uh, <laughs> I have a cracked thumb right here. I'm gonna use a little bit of this on there and see how that, uh, how that aids in softening that up, maybe healing that. I think it might, I think it might. But it really, it, I mean, the post-shave feel uh, from this oil 
uh, tells me that it's really got some great skin food ingredients there. And I think that they will aid in helping helping that uh, dry skin on my thumb, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, he also sent along uh, FC22 4-in-1 PSA oil, an unscented, free and clear version of PSA oil for those with the most sensitive of skin. Yeah, so this is for those who have sensitive skin. I haven't tried this yet, but I will try it again down the road. The pre-shave oil that I used this morning was awesome, wonderful. And you can also use this as an aftershave too. Now, for my aftershave, I used this right here, Mark's Aftershave Splash Bay Rum. He sent this to me uh, several weeks ago, and I have yet to use it, but because he sent me the Bay Rum Shave Soap, this paired up really, really well. And this was a really nice Bay Rum scent. Yeah, really, really very, very nice. I, I uh, again, a great, great skin food, just, uh, just beautiful post-shave feel. The ingredients are witch hazel with aloe and rose, uh, rectified spirits, lime, bay rum leaf, cinnamon and clove essential oils. Right there. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I'll let you get a look at the label on the back there. Get a screenshot of that if you want. And uh, yeah, hey, it'd be neat if he markets this one too, because this was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And again, the bay rum, nice bay rum, not, not over the top where it's going to hit you over the head. Just a really nice uh, bay rum scent there. Uh, he also sent along this. Now, this is something you could probably find on Amazon. I believe you can find it on Amazon. I'll have a link to it. This is called uh, the Junarter Collapsible Slow Feed Dog Bowl right here. In my opinion, the best affordable lather bowl out there features suction cups on the bottom so you don't have to worry about knocking it off the sink. It's microwavable, shatterproof, sits in a dop kit, the texturing on the bottom assists in making a great lather, comes with a soft scrub brush you can use to clean the bowl and or your razors, a tablespoon you can use to add water to your lather, and a mixing paddle you can add to your kitchen collection. Now, he sent along the, uh, the spoon here that it comes with and also the, uh, the brush. I didn't see the paddle. I'll have to dig through the box and see if the paddle was there again. But uh, let me show you how the suction cups work. Check this out, okay? We'll just use this box here, this black rifle box, because I can't show it to you on the table, but I'll make believe that this is the table here, okay? I've got that tape shot, okay? Ready, watch. <laughs> how about that? Isn't that great? <laughs> they work. They absolutely work. That's fantastic. You can put it on your counter and build your lather and not worry about knocking it over. Check this out. Okay, there it is. <laughs> that is really, really neat. It collapses. It'll fit nicely in your dop kit. Yeah, that is, uh, that is terrific. Uh, he goes on to say, also when traveling, you can make some dishwater in it to clean your razors with it. It's also a great size and depth for making your lather. I truly believe it's one of the best deals out there. How I bowl lather with this bowl and my soaps. Fill bowl with hot water. Wet the soap with hot water and the synthetic brush with warm water until completely saturated. Gently squeeze all the water out of the brush. Load the brush for 30 seconds. Dump the bowl and spread the soap from the brush across the bottom of the bowl. Fill one hand with hot water and dump in bowl. Whip the soap into a sour cream-like consistency. I can do this in under five minutes. If it needs any more water, use the weird-looking spoon to add more, one spoon at a time. It should have small, minimal bubbles. P 
peaks and a wet sheen to it when ready. Okay, here's that weird looking spoon we talked about right there. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's really, really very neat. I will link to this. Uh, and uh, here's hoping that he launches his shave soaps and his pre-shave oils uh, very soon. Hopefully he'll do it this year. I really, really do hope, hope so. Uh, at least this will kind of give you a heads up that uh, it'll be coming down the road because they really, really are terrific, especially those of you out there who want a natural shave soap. You want something that's scent-free. Uh, you want something because your skin is sensitive. I think that uh, these soaps and pre-shave oils will fit the bill. So my thanks to James Daigle for sending this along. Really do appreciate it. And I will let you know uh, when he gets ready to launch these shave soaps. We'll give you a heads up. We'll talk about it again on another Monday morning mailbag. And I'm also going to be editing the video for the uh, Formula UC22 uh, along with the 4-in-1 uh, uh, pre-shave oil, uh, shaving oil, aftershave, skincare oil. Uh, and we'll get that posted hopefully sometime soon. Uh, but yeah, absolutely fantastic products. James, thank you very much for sending it along. Hoffman Shave and Soap Company has some new offerings. They very, very kindly sent along this one here, Phantom 309. Check out that artwork. <laughs> How about that? This is a marvelous, marvelous scent. This is wonderful. There's also an aftershave splash available as well. We're going to be reviewing these. This, of course, great performance. The performance of these shave soaps, absolutely top-notch, wonderful, wonderful performance. And check out the scent profile of the uh, Phantom 309 right here. Uh, let me just open... Oh, yeah. Bergamot, leather, lavender, geranium, cypress, sandalwood, suede, spice musk, and tobacco. Yeah, boy, that is really, really great. It's, it has a refined, gentlemanly, yet rugged kind of scent to it. I think that really comes through in the, uh, the artwork, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, so it's got kind of a, a rugged, outdoorsy kind of a vibe, yet it's very gentlemanly. That's kind of the way it impresses me. Uh, the aftershave also carries through with that scent. Really, really wonderful. We're going to be reviewing both of these. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, they also sent along some samples. Uh, of course, the Great Reset, we've reviewed that. Absolutely fantastic scent. You can check out the review. They sent along this one here, Red Hollow. Okay, very, very nice scent, like this one. Uh, but the one that really caught me was Road Trip. Road Trip uh, sent along a sample of this. Boy, I'm going to do a review on this, I think. This is really, really terrific. Check out the scent profile of Road Trip. Uh, creamy rum, banana, pineapple, coconut milk, nutmeg, cinnamon, clove-rich vanilla, musk. This is marvelous, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that. You can you can get that rum in there along with the vanilla. A little bit of pineapple and banana. Yeah, this is terrific. I'm really looking forward to reviewing this one uh, as well. Uh, terrific. And also the Red Hollow. But um, Red Hollow is very good. I, I won't, you know, Red Hollow is very good. But but the uh, road trip caught my, uh, caught my senses because it's got that Bay Rum vibe going on there. And of course, I'm on a Bay Rum kind of kick. So that's why I'm leaning towards this. But that's what is available from Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company. Wow, they have a complete line of shave soaps up there. We will link to them. Check them out. They have got some wonderful, wonderful shave soaps. They have really grown their line of artisan shave soaps. And, it, and really, they're, they're, 
They're wonderful. They, the, the shave soaps have wonderful, wonderful performance. So uh, Phantom 309. Hope to get a review on this very, very soon. I'll probably shave with it tomorrow. I'll shoot the review. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, this is this really, really excited about that. Phantom 309. Check out their product page. It's got a great backstory about how they came up with the name of this shave soap. And uh, terrific artwork. Really, really terrific, terrific scent. My thanks to the folks at Hoffman Shave and Soap Company for sending this along and allowing me to share it with the viewers. Really do appreciate it. Folks, we'll have links below to Hoffman Shave and Soap Company and especially Phantom 309. Viewer Jamie Horn checked in and he wrote, Hey Mark, this is the Fatip that I decided to go with getting. Both open and closed plates come with it. Way cool. I hear these razors are nice. True specimens of grand Italian craftsmanship. Jamie, that looks like a really, really neat offering from Fatip. Now I have the uh, Fatip Piccolo, uh, which comes with a solid brass handle. The entire razor is brass and nickel plated. The reason why I went with it, it's kind of a throwback to the vintage Gillettes, which are brass and uh, nickel plated. And uh, also the Grande, which has the same razor head as the Piccolo, but a different size handle. And it's also hollowed out, gives a different weight and balance to the shave. Both of these are really, really very, very nice. Delivers a mild, efficient shave. But I don't have a Fatip razor with a straight bar. This special edition uh, razor uh, offers both base plates. That really is really, really slick. I like that a lot. Let us know how it works for you. Uh, really interested in hearing your, your thoughts on it and, uh, and how it shaved for you, both the open comb plate and the straight bar plate. Uh, terrific, terrific. Looks great. Looks like a really good looking razor too. So thanks for passing that along. Folks, I'll have a link below to the Amazon page where you can uh, check it out, maybe even get one if you're interested in getting one. Maybe you got a gift card for Christmas, something like that. Uh, good opportunity to get this razor. Looks like it comes in at a really, really nice price as well. So thanks very much for passing this along, Jamie. Really do appreciate it. Viewer JC Shaves dropped by, and he sent along this mini review of sorts. He said, Mark Zerady, I use the McDuff's Bad Santa a couple of times now, and I really enjoy it. It is very soft, lathers easily, smells great, and provides a great shave. If you ever get an opportunity to try it, I'm sure you'd like it. Hey, thanks very much for that, JC. Really do appreciate it. We were talking about Christmas shave soaps uh, that are available for the holiday season. McDuff's was uh, mentioned, McDuff's Bad Santa. And uh, yeah, I'm going to put it on my list for next uh, for next year for or for this year, <laughs> this year, Christmas 2023, and give it a try when the when the season rolls around. So I'll uh, make note of that. So also just wanted to mention in here really quickly, folks, uh, so you can kind of plan for your holiday shave soaps when uh, the end of the year rolls around. McDuff's Bad Santa, JC Shaves likes it a lot. Thanks very much, JC. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Tim Whitcup sent along information regarding the Hype Single Edge Injector Razor. As they show on their product page here, Barber Quality Shave. Premium injector style razor that makes using a safety razor simple, intuitive, and offers an irritation-free shave with a single edge blade. Okay, click on Get X1 Razor, and you'll see here that it's $89, and it comes in a variety of colors. Uh, there's a 
Ferrari red, I think that is, or Lamborghini orange. I'm not sure what that, <laughs> what that is, but it comes in a variety of different colors. And as a right here, designed for optimal performance, the X1 razor shaves at the surface of the skin. It cuts hair at skin level and therefore avoids razor burns and ingrown hair. Of course, they're going with the same uh, traditional wet shave ar uh, argument that a lot of other uh, DE razor manufacturers and single edge razor manufacturers are using that a single blade is better for the shave than these multiple blades. And I agree with them. And this looks to be an injector razor. And I think these base plates are held in place by magnets. So if we scroll down here, they talk about features and benefits. Uh, you get a premium finish. It's intuitive, a custom shave, quick switch. I think that's where the magnetic plates come, in, come into play. Lightweight, razor grip, safety. This is where the injector razor system comes in. And easy maintenance. Uh, let's see what's included with that. Okay, you get a razor, you get a comfort shave setting, you get injector blades, and you get a user guide. And of course, then they have a how to use, uh, how to inject the razor, uh, how to inject the blade into the razor, that sort of thing, and how to go about using it. Okay, which is kind of neat, okay. So uh, it's performance engineered, as they say. Precisely designed, the X1 single edge razor is engineered to give you the perfect shave every time. Start shaving like a pro with the razor built to last your lifetime. Uh, and, of course, they make the argument that thicker blades last longer. This, these are the standard injector razor blades, I believe, is what uh, is compatible with this razor, um, much along the lines of the Schick injector razor blades. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, if you go here to um, this section here where they talk about customizable shave built to suit you, you get a sensitive base plate, and it looks like a comfort base plate and an ultra close base plate are available. So it's easy switch, shave like a pro. So this is how you switch it out. It looks like it's a magnetic base plate system of some kind. And then of course you can then inject your razor blade right into it using a, a standard injector uh, key um, that you see used on chic vintage injector razors, that sort of thing. Ergonomic and intuitive shave. Control and safety, here's how you can inject the blade into the uh, razor. And again, it looks like it's a very, very strong magnet holding that base plate in place. Effortless maintenance, and there you have it. So it's the Hype Single Edge Injector Razor. Uh, really interesting, $89. Uh, thanks very much to Tim Whitcup for the heads up on this one. Folks, I'll have a link to it. If you're interested in uh, in getting one or exploring a little bit, the link will be below. Thanks very much to Tim Whitcup for sending us along. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Mark Bagwell sent this along. This bowl is named the Obsidian. The bowl is gorgeous. The photos look great, but are not close to the beauty when seeing them in person. And these are much more than beautiful. The bowl design took Scott the owner of Captain's Choice, months of working with artisans to come up with this particular design. Here are some of the special features. The diameter is made to fit in the palm of your hand. The logo is a thumb grip to increase positive grip. The height is perfect for not banging your brush against the sides. And the sides slant slightly to hold your lather in the bowl where it belongs instead of spilling out all over the countertop. And the best feature of all, the ceramic bowls are made in America. 
And something else that needs mentioning, a part of the proceeds goes to the Midwest Shelter for Homeless Veterans. Now that's something we can all be proud to be a part of. Hey Mark, thanks very much for sending along the photos and all the information regarding the Obsidian Bowl. It is absolutely gorgeous. I agree. An absolutely beautiful, beautiful looking lathering bowl and also one that is supporting a very, very good cause. Folks, I'll have links below where you can get your very own Obsidian Lathering Bowl. My thanks to Mark Bagwell for passing along the information and providing the photos. Again, Mark, thanks very much. Really do appreciate it. Another quick note from viewer James Daigle, and he writes, uh, on a side note, I'm listing a bunch of my safety razors on eBay this weekend. Any chance you could give that a mention on 3MB? Absolutely, James, be happy to. And folks will get you his handle on eBay so you can get up to his uh, store and take a look at what he has to offer. But here's the list right now. Did a screenshot of it. You can see he's got a Mule, Mule Roca R94, a Rockwell Success, an Edwin Jagger, Edwin Jagger 316. I uh, got a PAA Metaphor. Hey, that's neat. Uh, so some nice, nice offerings and razors there uh, listed this past weekend. I'll get you his handle so you can get up there and take a look at him and uh, that sort of thing. I'm more than happy to do that, James. Uh, so if you're looking for a razor, folks, any of these razors right here, uh, they're available up there. Hopefully they're still available by the time this airs because these are some nice razors. They could go quick. So check it out. And, of course, his handle is wor 8001 4 V I K U Y D. So uh, give him a look uh, up there on eBay and uh, check out those razors he has to offer. Uh, also, uh, this gives us an opportunity to talk about Adam Smith's website at slickclassicshaving.squarespace.com. He offers a lot of great vintage wet shaving gear and he'll also help you track down a specific. Uh, vintage razor or brush or whatever it is that you're looking for. Really, really very, very helpful. So check out Adam Smith's uh, website at slickclassicshaving.squarespace.com. Always has a lot of nice, uh, always has a nice selection of some vintage wet shaving gear up there. So check that out. And that wraps up uh, new wet shaving gear for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Well, we've been talking about buffer rings on razors, and viewer Lionel Perez offers this question. Hello, Mark. I hope you and your family had a great Christmas. Yeah, we sure did, Lionel. Thanks very much. I hope you had a great Christmas, too, and Happy New Year. One of my DE razors is the King C. Gillette. I use a buffer ring to protect the base plate. I've noticed lately that the razor was much more aggressive than usual, which was unusual given it's a mild razor. After looking into it, I figured it was the result of how I would tighten the razor. I want to make sure I do not over-tighten the razor, but it's obvious the buffer ring makes a huge difference to the aggressivity of the razor. Have you had that issue before? Or have your listeners had that issue? I wonder if I should keep using the buffer ring or not. I guess I need to be more tuned to the razor and ensure 
it is very tight in order to remain a mild razor while using a buffer ring. Uh, thank you for the great videos. Please keep them coming. Sincerely, Lionel M. Perez. Uh, Lionel, I've never had that problem. I've never had that problem with a razor. I've never detected any difference in blade gap with uh, using a buffer ring uh, or not using a buffer ring. Uh, and as we mentioned earlier in the show, buffer ring will might help secure that razor head a little more, a little more snugly. Might might keep it in place uh, a little bit better. I might snug it up and keep it snugged up a little better because when I do shave with a three-piece razor, I'm always checking to make sure that the razor is the razor head is snugged up, that sort of thing. Buffering might help help keep it in place, so to speak. That's the thinking. Uh, I have noticed some comments from some viewers when they have uh, been sending along information or mini reviews about razors that they've used, they will say that they have used the razor with a buffer ring and without a buffer ring and that they detected a difference there, a slight difference. I've never detected a difference. I, I never have. And um, I will use a buffer ring and sometimes I won't use a buffer ring. It just depends on, depends on the razor. But for the most part, with a razor like the Fire Razor here, and uh, my Parker razors and my Edwin Jaggers and my Mulas and those kinds of razors that are chrome-plated, uh, I will use a, uh, a buffer ring on those. And I have not really felt a difference between having a buffer ring in place and not having a buffer ring in place. I think some viewers would say that there is a slight difference. So I'll put it to the viewers. What do you say? Are you using a buffer ring? And... Uh, is it, is it increasing the aggressiveness of the razor? Is the razor gone from mild to a little more aggressive when you use a buffer ring? And uh, the other way around, if you take the buffer ring off, is it, going, is it gone from being aggressive to being milder? Do you see and experience a different shave with a buffer ring and without a buffer ring? I'm just really curious to hear your comments on it. Please comment below. Let us know, and Lionel, we'll get an answer for you uh, because I think this is a really, really great question for discussion, and I think we're going to get a lot of answers on this. And um, you know, maybe we can iron it out for you. Uh, I have to. I'll have to look at my King C Gillette. I think I'm using a buffer ring on it right now, and I've not, I've not felt any kind of difference. To be perfectly honest with you, I'll have to use it again with the buffer ring in order to really give you a solid answer. But I can't recall putting a buffer ring on my King C Gillette and saying, hey, that's that's more aggressive. It's, it hasn't happened to me with any of my razors. So I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll get an answer. We'll get a discussion going on. It's a really, really interesting question. Thanks very much for offering it, Lionel. Really do appreciate it. Viewer James Sefton asked the following question. Hey, Mark, I have an R41 twist and don't use it very often. I know you have the Copper Ascension from Phoenix, and I was wondering if it's aggressive like the R41 or not. Thanks. Uh, James, as you know, I have the R41, uh, and I also have the Copper Ascension from uh, Phoenix Shaving. Love this razor. I put a razor blade in there to show you how it works because the uh, razor blade in the head acts like a, a spring and puts some pressure and tension on there so that you can twist this open and open up that blade gap. Uh, the R41 uh, is known as the beast. This thing is really aggressive. You have to pay attention when you're shaving with this. 
you really have to, you just really have to be aware of your shave at all times. With the Copper Ascension, this is such a beautiful, smooth shave. Now, this is how it works. I've got it snugged all the way up, okay? And there is an O-ring. We can see that white O-ring right there. That also helps uh, in maintaining the stability of the razor head as you twist it open and open up the blade gap. So right here, I can twist this, say, a quarter of a turn like that, okay? And that really opens up the blade gap quite a bit for me and delivers a higher efficiency shave. But you can see that the, that, the, that the razor head stays very, very stable. That blade in there puts that tension on the base plate and the handle and everything stays quite solid, in place, very, very stable, and you can go ahead and have a shave. Now the O-ring uh, allows you to open up this blade gap a little wider, allows you to go past about a quarter of a turn. I've never done that. I imagine you can go past a quarter of a turn. I'm doing that right now. And again, it still, it still maintains a lot of stability. And you can see that I've really opened up that blade gap there. Uh, but at a quarter of a turn open, it's a very, very smooth shave for me. It's efficient. It's very smooth. I have not gone beyond that quarter turn, to be perfectly honest with you. One of these days, I'm going to have to go beyond the quarter turn and report back and let you know how aggressive it is. But up to a quarter of a turn, for me, it maintains a beautiful smoothness and a beautiful efficiency. I love this razor. I absolutely love the Copper Ascension razor. I can't say enough good things about it. It is so well-built it retains heat, so it'll give you a warm razor shave if you want that. If you want to use it as a cold razor, boy, it really chills down, according to what Jimmy V has been telling us. The twist adjustability is wonderful. You can open up the blade gap. Uh, just really open it up and, and increase the efficiency of it. You can uh, snug it all the way up and get a really, really nice mild shave. Usually on the second pass, I'm stunning it back up to its mild position and then giving it maybe like a 16th of a turn or an eighth of a turn like that. That, that opens up the blade gap a little bit, but not as much as a quarter turn. So, you know, it's kind of like doing a, a decrease shave. And if I need a third pass, then I just snug it all the way up its mildest position and finish off that way. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor. Really well designed, CNC machined, really, really well built. Love, love, love the Copper Ascension. Absolutely love this razor. Uh, it's an autopilot razor for me. Uh, quarter turn or less, uh, and I'm on autopilot. I haven't gone beyond a quarter turn, so you know what? Maybe one of these days I will, and then we'll see how aggressive it is. This R41, this thing is really, really aggressive. You, <laughs> you have to really be aware of your technique. You have to always be in the moment uh, with this razor. And I find myself riding the cap a little more than I do with other razors. And uh, yeah, it delivers a really, really close, close shave. It's not going to be a daily, uh, daily shaver for me, a daily razor, because it is so aggressive. Uh, the Copper Ascension, I can use this every day. I can use it for head shaves. Uh, again, I can increase the aggression and the efficiency as much as I want to within its built-in range, so to speak. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how much farther beyond a quarter of a turn I can go 
Uh, maybe three quarters of a turn. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Maybe three quarters of a turn. It's still stable. Really opened up that blade gap a lot. I have to experiment with how much I can open it up. If you have an Ascension razor, please comment below. Let us know how aggressive of a shave it can give you. How much do you open up that blade gap? Uh, do you open it up a full turn, a quarter of a turn, a half turn, three quarter of a turn? Let us know. Again, I'm probably a quarter of a turn, which is right about there. I think that's what that is. I think that's what, right there, boom. Yeah, that's a quarter of a turn right there. If, I'm, if my thumb is facing me and I go down like that, I believe that's a quarter of a turn, if I'm, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm doing that correctly. A half turn would be uh, all the way to the other side like that. That's a half turn. That's really opening up. And again, you can see that the blade... That it really maintains the stability of that razor head. It just puts that force and that tension on the base plate and the handle. Just an amazing, uh, amazing design. I mean, it's genius. I mean, again, hats off and kudos to Douglas Smythe for a fantastic, fantastic razor. You can get the um, Ascension uh, as the Ascension Select, which is the uh, really a nice price point, about 50 bucks. Stainless steel handle, zinc plated head. Uh, you can get it in stainless steel. You can get it in copper. I think it also comes in aluminum. I do not have the aluminum version. But uh, fantastic, fantastic razors. Uh, R41, wow, you really, really have to slow down, watch your technique, be aware, and be in the moment. Uh, copper Ascension, autopilot. Absolutely fantastic. Love, love, love this razor. Check it out. I'll have links to the Copper Ascension and... Um, the other Ascension razors below. I like it a lot. I hope that answers your question, James. I'm a little bit biased. I love PAA stuff. I really do. I love Phoenix shaving stuff. Been absolute Phoenix shaving, Doug and Fran, Huxley, everyone there. It, it's been a game changer for me. Absolutely with my traditional wet shave. Love their shave soaps. Love their razors. Love their brushes. Yeah, there is a little bit of bias on my part. I will admit it. But I get such a great shave from their products. And the Copper Ascension razor... Uh, is no exception. It really, really delivers a great shave. I can shave on autopilot. Hope that answers your question. Thanks again, James. Well, the topic here is three swirls loading. Remember when I said that uh, I was going to talk about uh, Jimmy V and, and the number of swirls he was using to make a lather? I thought it was going to be next week. Well, I had it in this show's notes, so we're going to go ahead with it. And uh, Jimmy wrote, you know how we discussed how little loading it takes to get a lather? So this morning, I bloomed some battle in very warm water while I showered. Then I soaked a star wisp brush, gave it a light squeeze, and did three swirls in the tub to load the brush. Count them. Three. Whipped that in the PG bowl for two minutes. Occasionally, dipping the brush tip in water, I wound up with enough lather for two three-pass shaves and then some. Just for fun, I kept adding more water and kept getting more lather. Tomorrow, I'll see what happens with two swirls, laugh out loud. I've always felt that brush loading is better than scooping, both from quickly lathering to conservation of product. For sure, it remains my way of doing it. Of course, I never intend to sell or swap soaps. Not that it would bother me if I got a tub-loaded soap. That copper dock with a filoso blade kicks butt. Have a great week, Jimmy. Jimmy, thanks very, very much for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to have to try this myself. Back off. 
on uh, swirling uh, the, the brush into a tub of uh, CK6 or CK1 and see what happens. But I tend to overload my brushes all the time. But you know what? I'm going to try three swirls. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that uh, and see what happens with uh, CK6. So thanks very much for passing that along, Jimmy. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Chuck Price wrote, Mark, hope all is well. About a month ago, when the subject of putting Pinot into a glass bottle came up, I tried it. I put Virgin Island Bay Rum into an old Sterling bottle I had finished and cleaned. I let it sit for 27 days and tried it this week, and there is a difference. It is a much fuller scent now. It doesn't have the sharpness it used to, but it's more subtle and fills the room slowly instead of that kind of heavy upfront smell. I will be doing this again. Merry Christmas, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, thanks very much. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You know what? Uh, Mark Bagwell also mentioned this to me. Hey, Mark, didn't you do that? I sure did. I took uh, a new bottle of Clubman Pinot and I put it into a uh, Wild Country bottle, uh, Avon Wild Country right here. This, is, this was from a brand new bottle of Pinot that I put into an Avon Wild Country bottle. This bottle was empty. And I did this back in October, the middle of October. So, you know what? Let's crack them both open and let's see what we got. So, let me see if I can open this guy up here without too much trouble. Okay, there it is. Okay, that is, that's, that really does have a sharpness to it, as Chuck mentioned. Of course, he was talking about the, um, the island, uh, the, uh, the Virgin Island Bay rum. Okay, so that's I'm going to I'm gonna have to take this off later, but we'll just kind of recap that like that. Okay, so here it is. First time I'm opening this up. I'm doing it on camera. Okay, here we go. There is a difference. Yeah, the sharpness is definitely gone. He is absolutely correct. Wow, that is fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's marvelous. That really is. That, sh that, sh that sharpness, that hard edge is gone and it is more subtle. Yeah, I think this is, it has a more elegant approach. It really, it really does. It really, really does. Wow, I'm going to use this. <laughs> I'm going to do it again too. Now, of course, you know, really, I mean, it, wow, that was... I'm kind of speechless. Let me do this again. Let me just open this again. Yeah, there is definitely a sharpness there in the plastic bottle. Uh, and I think sharp, an edge to it is definitely the word. And in the glass bottle, it seems to have mellowed. It's, it's softer. It's more refined. It has more of an elegant, gentlemanly quality. I'm not kidding you. Give it a try. I mean, give it a try. It's it's it really is. Boy, that was great. And uh, yeah, I don't think the previous contents in here affected it because this bottle was has been sitting around for a long, long time. So I think whatever was in there evaporated. So I really didn't do any cleaning of it. Uh, so I don't know if that. I don't think that affected it. Let me let me put it to you that way. Uh, maybe next time around, I'll swish a little bit of alcohol in there and then let it evaporate. But I just I just grabbed the bottle and put it in there because I didn't detect any previous scent in there. Let me put it to you that way. Yeah, that's nice. That is really, really nice. 
And uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. I, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to do it again. So I'll use this. I'm going to be using this uh, in the glass bottle. And uh, this one here, I'll uh, maybe I'll get another glass bottle. I'll clean it out with some alcohol, swish it around a little bit, let it evaporate, and then I'll put this, this right here, this product into that bottle, and then let it sit for um, a month or two. And then we'll compare that bottle with this bottle here, if I have any left. <laughs> hey, Chuck, thanks very much for the uh, for the email and for the, for the update on that. It reminded me to show this on camera. Mark Bagwell was also curious about it. He also reminded me. Thank you very much, Mark. Thanks very much, Chuck. Uh, I think we're on the same page. That sharpness, that edge is gone. It's, it's a little more subtle, a little more refined, a little more elegant. It really is very, very nice in a glass bottle. Thanks again, Chuck. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artists and soap makers you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They offer and make some wonderful artists and shave soaps. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please stop by, pay him a visit. Sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. We have another double take cartoon puzzle for you this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Once again, Happy New Year, wishing you all the best in 2023. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.